Hello, everybody, and welcome to Game Cola Podcast number 26. My name is Michael Gray. I will be your host for today. And joining me is... I'm Paul Franzen, Game Cola's editor-in-chief. I'm Elizabeth Medina Gray, a.k.a. Lizzo. Um, I write testgame.exe, making the adventure. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Do you guys want to announce um, something that you guys are doing? No? Doing? Doing? What are we doing? We got engaged. Sorry, I was trying to... <laughs> well, I was, I was about to say something. Uh, oh, you know that. <laughs> Mr. Ridgeway was going to say... Or he said something about that on the podcast. I don't know if you guys yes, wanted... Yes, to... uh, Elizabeth and I, Lizzo and I, we are now officially engaged. It's true. Yay. 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 All right. <laughs> Yay, engaged. Well, that's awesome news. I'm very happy for the both of you. Thank you. Okay, so on today's podcast, we will be discussing E3, E3 2010, which was just last week, I believe. Yep, it was. Yeah, we, can, we can blow through it real quick. There, there wasn't that much, really. <laughs> yeah, no, not much happened at E3. Yeah, I don't know. That was, that was something I've kind of noticed in just, you know reading all of the, the various coverage of it. It didn't seem like there were a lot of real big bombshells this year. Uh, really? I think especially because a lot of companies were announcing their big bombshells in the weeks leading up to E3, so that at E3 they were just showing off the games that they had already announced. Do you have anything in particular you might be referencing, Mr. Franzen? Well, there is there is one uh, game in particular that I am uh, particularly interested in. Yes. Back to the Future. Back to the Future by Telltale Games. I'm calling it right now Game of the Century. Um, Paul, bad news. The game's been delayed. It's been delayed five years. <laughs> You're just saying that. You don't know anything. You, you fabricate all your news. I can't tell you what I did right there. 2015, huh? Huh? Uh, that was a joke. That was a Back to the Future joke. It was a terrible joke, and I'm kind of depressed now. Back to the Future joke. I quit the podcast. You quit the podcast. And that shark still looks fake. So yeah, uh, Back to the Future, developed by Telltale Games, and that's pretty much all we know about the game right now. <laughs> uh, we don't even technically know the genre? Yes, we do. Do we? Yeah, it was confirmed, I think. It's an adventure game. Okay. It's okay. a cinematic adventure, which apparently is a buzzword now. Hmm. But it probably it just means adventure game. Well, did you see the trailer for Back to... Well, you probably didn't see the trailer. There's a trailer? The trailer was not... The trailer was mostly just Telltale Games. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that, where they, they showed off all the games that they made before, and then they were like, and we're also making Back to the Future and Jurassic Park. Yeah, and they just showed the logo, yeah. Yeah, and that was it. But they dropped the buzzword, cinematic adventure, so that's mm -hmm. like... I've seen it like three times in relation to this particular game. Hmm. So what do you think that means? As opposed to an adventure game, they're going out of their way to call it a cinematic adventure game. I don't know. It might just be a buzzword. It might not actually mean anything. Hmm. Like maybe just because these happen to be movies, and they've never done <laughs> they've never done games with movies before. They've never used this term with any of their other games, have they? I don't think well, so. I've never heard. During the preview, they said, we have brought you oh. cinematic adventure games before. Oh, uh, so, see, so that, that indicates that they just mean it's the same as all their other games. Yeah. 
Yeah, I guess. Which is good enough for me. I guess I guess their games do kind of have some cinematic aspects. They do, like, close-ups and stuff mm. and weird camera angles. And, and uh, Tales of Monkey Island in specific had a pretty... I don't know if I would call it a cinematic storyline, but it was fairly epic. Lots of twists yeah. and turns. Uh, not necessarily for the best toward the end, but... <laughs> Let me guess, he died. But then you still got to play as him. <laughs> you read the reviews. <laughs> I could see it coming. Come on. Okay, I, I guess I guess the game's been out long enough. Yes, uh, in one of the later... At the end of one of the episodes, the shocking twist is that he gets stabbed and is dead. And then in the episode after that, you play as him in, in this afterlife. Yeah. And then he's not dead anymore by the end of that because you fix him. It's really kind of lame, actually. Aww. Okay, question. As somebody who hasn't, like, played the third Monkey Island game all the way through, what's with... Does Guybrush die in that game, too? Oh, he, um... I don't... Paul, you better explain the details. He, he doesn't... He, he fakes his own yeah, death. Yeah, he fakes dies. Oh, okay. It's, it's, actually... it's part of a puzzle. You have to yeah. fake your own death to, to get a death certificate to prove that you are dead to collect on insurance or something like that, I think. Oh. Okay. Do you actually get buried in a coffin? You get, uh, you are entombed. Entombed. Okay. Yeah. So there and, you go. Yeah. And then, and then the game pretends like, like it shows the end credits and everything. <laughs> and then Guybrush is there in his casket saying, no, no, I'm not dead. We're talking about Curse of Monkey Island. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Anyway, so, so yeah, cinematic adventure. Rush. Okay, fine. Yeah. That's we'll see, if, if, if they're saying that all of their games are cinematic, then it okay. probably doesn't mean anything. Uh, I don't know. It could, maybe maybe it could mean something uh, a little even more storyline heavy. Uh, it could just be referencing the fact that they are making games based on movies. I don't know. What possible storyline would you like to see for this <laughs> game? Because I think we could keep going on this for a while. I like Back to the Future. I would I would actually like to see it take place after Back to the Future Part Three. I would like to see it be a continuation of the series instead of uh, strictly based on the first mm. three movies. I think that would be a little more interesting. So are you thinking sort of the same thing as the uh, cartoons? That I'm kind of hoping it would take the place of the cartoons <laughs> in Back to the Future uh, continuity. So those took place after the They movies. did. Yeah. But the, uh, what the wacky awesome. adventures of Marty, Doc, and their wacky kids. Oh, sorry, not their wacky kids. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, Marty has kids in the future. Well, they're Doc's kids. They're not Doc and Marty's kids. Oh, Marty's kids are just boring and don't have adventures. I, you know what? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. They, well, they they didn't get to participate in the cartoon that much or at all. I don't know. I barely even remember it. I just remember it was. I don't know. I don't. I didn't enjoy it that much. Marty's kids just get trained by Griff. That's all they do. <laughs> Marty's kids are just kind of failures, really. Oh. At least they are in the in the right. future that we see in Back to the Future yeah, too. Yeah, that, that one get will get changed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, certainly. They, they certainly might not changed. even have kids, Marty and Jennifer, well, in this what? new future. What are you talking about, Paul? Why would they not have they kids probably now? Would. <laughs> maybe, okay, they might not. Anyway, I maybe Marty. Sorry, maybe Marty <laughs> uh, after meeting his kids decided that he no longer wanted to have no, them. Jeez, that's not. Wow. Fair. When did Marty meet his kids, though? In uh, Back to the Future 2. Yeah, no, but I think Jennifer was the one in the house. Bar oh, Mar yeah, actually. you're right. Well, Marty, well, Marty saw, his, saw son, yeah. his son. Uh, his son and... for a little bit. He was impersonating him, mostly. Yeah, and he thought he was kind of a dork. Yeah. I think. I think he made a comment about that. Hmm. Anyway, 
I would hope with the games that that it would not just be the same, like just playing through the movies, because I think that might be a little bit. I don't know. I guess there could be some fun in that, I mean, but I don't think be, it would be that interesting. It could be cool, but I kind of feel like then the game might almost become too easy because. As an adventure game, I mean, what you're doing is is solving puzzles to progress the story. If you already know what the story is, I mean, it might it might, you know, it might not require that much thought to figure out what you have to do to advance. Mm-hmm. Plus, personally, I've just always wanted to know what happens after Back to the Future Three. Mm-hmm. I mean, Back to the Future Three does kind of wrap things up pretty well, but I always like to think that there are adventures uh, following that anyway. So do you think that if if they do make some story, um, some continuation of the story for Back to the Future, do you think the original writers or anything would be involved? Oh. And would you be upset if they weren't? I don't know how I feel about that. I think they're going to involve Robert Zemeckis, who oh, is yeah. the producer slash writer. Okay. Get him involved because he's the producer, and the fact that he's a writer is, was the writer, is basically just, you know, a bonus for them. Right. But I mean, will he? I mean, will he just be signing off on what Telltale does, or will he actually be involved in the creative process? Hmm. That's interesting. What happened with? Uh, do you know what happened with the uh, Tales of Monkey Island? I know. Uh, actually, that's exactly what happened with Tales of Monkey Island. Was that uh, they called in Ron Gilbert to take a look at it, at it after they had already made a great deal of progress on it, but he was not actually involved in any way in making the game. Oh. I bet he would have vetoed the end. Also, I'm just saying. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm still very bitter about how uh, just the, how the last episode of Tales of Monkey Island played out. Well, you'll just wait for the next uh, series of Adventures of Monkey Island from yeah, Telltale yeah. Games. Yeah, they 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 haven't announced that they're going to make more, but they left it on kind of a. They definitely left it open for yeah. um, for more. And I mean, they've already revisited Sam and Max a right. couple times, so. Yeah. And it's. They're best-selling one to date, so I can't see any reason why they wouldn't um, try to do more Monkey Island. But right now, I I, I, want to see them focus on Back to the Future to make that an amazing game. So I'm I'm really, really looking forward to it. Back to the Future, uh, as we've probably discussed on this podcast several times, is my my favorite movie of all time. (laughs) And Telltale is becoming my favorite developer and they make games in my favorite genre. So this game is pretty... I think I am actually their target audience for this game. I don't know. What kind of adventure puzzles could you possibly have in Back to the Future? Who knows? Well, yeah, I mean, again, going back to... It, I guess it depends on what their story is, because, like, yeah. I mean, if they do follow the plot of the first... or of the, of the three movies, you know, pretty religiously, then it's going to be kind of hard to shoe in, shoehorn in puzzles into that. And I, I feel like that would be kind of boring, because... Whoa. They're not going to do that. I think that okay. was also part of the announcement. Sorry to keep cutting you off, Lizzo. No, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. So do we, do we all think then it would be more interesting to see them uh, have a, have you know just further the Back to the Future story then? I think so. Yeah. Just have random future Marty show up in a time machine. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. That would be awesome. Or right, we could have past Marty, the original Marty. For wait. I think I discussed this with Paul. What what happened to the original Marty, or something like that? Confused all second. What happened to the Marty when Marty went back to the future? What happened to the Marty who was the son of cool, of the cool parents? Yeah. The ones who play tennis and they're rich and successful. It's it's unclear. He we see him go off right because he they does yeah. the whole thing like at, at the beginning like he's gonna start repeating what original Marty did. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
I don't know. I don't think that's something we can think about too hard because does he become, he can't become the Marty we know now. There must be like, there. I guess there's like another Marty following the the first Marty in his footsteps, like a little bit behind. No, maybe not. I don't know. So that's, that's their plot line. We've got a second Marty. I <laughs> continue him. Uh-huh. And we need to figure out what happened to him. Anyway, I'm curious to see what, what they would come up with for that. I hope it would be interesting. Yeah, let's hope it's... Oh, I'm not going to go there. Yeah, let's hope it's interesting. <laughs> what, were you, what were you about to say? I wasn't going to slam Monkey Island uh, for being... Uh, yeah, you're, you, you, have, you have weird adventure game tastes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand how you could not like Monkey Island. That was horrible. It's All the, the most likable game there is. None of the jokes made sense, and neither did the puzzles. Uh, that was the puzzles made perfect sense. Mm-hmm. You needed to make root yeah. beer, so you got a root. And I forget what else. Monkey Island puzzles do have their own kind of flavor. They're they're a little bit less logical sometimes than other puzzles, well, but and more yeah. on the funny side. They're certainly a lot less logical than, for example, yeah. Nancy Drew games, I'm sure. Oh, def- I'm sure that's true. Yeah, I like Nancy Drew games. <laughs> the new Nancy Drew game came out, and I'm actually not playing it now so I could be on this podcast, which oh, major sacrifice. Oh. Okay, so anyway... Uh, yeah, what are, the, uh, what are the games shown? Yeah, I was just going to say, Back to the Future uh, wasn't... Was it actually even being shown at E3? <laughs> <laughs> no. It, it was, was announced, not- like, the week before. Uh, it was announced before, yeah. I don't know, since I was not personally at E3... Uh, I don't know if they were showing it, and I haven't heard any news whatsoever about it from E3, so... Uh, they didn't show anything about it. They have a... I actually do um, some sort of research for my uh, E3 news, so I went to Telltale's uh, press release for E3, and it's basically just, we're making this game. It's basically, we're making Back to the Future and Jurassic Park, and that's all they said. They didn't have any screens or anything. Okay, so another, uh, well, a, a game they were actually showing at E3, uh, the new Legend of Zelda game. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, Zelda Skyward Sword. Yes. yes. Well, what do you think about that game, Michael? Well, I've written, like, six articles, I believe, so far about Legend of Zelda Wii and how it's not going to be released until 2050. <laughs> they, they put a date on it. They said 2011. Well, I guess that's not a date, that's a year, but... <laughs> it's going to be delayed. <laughs> I'm calling it. That's probably true. Yeah, I mean, the the, the, the the trailer or demo footage or whatever they were showing, it didn't really look like there was much there. Like, I mean, just uh, graphically speaking, everything seemed very empty and barren and kind of textureless. Like, they just kind of slapped it together. And half of it was stuff from the other Zelda games. Let me just get my copy do, 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 of Twilight Princess. <laughs> yeah, the last game came out in 2006, so it's been a while. They've had a lot of time to develop this game, but it doesn't look like they're pretty close to finishing. No. Hmm. Probably not. Does that mean it's going to be super awesome, or does it mean <laughs> they just haven't worked on the game at all? I don't know. I didn't see anything in the either previews that I read or the little demo that I saw that made it look any in any way particularly interesting or really, like, tell me what was going on in this game that's different from the other Zelda games. Like, I don't know. Um, it's hard to say. I, I kind of agree with what Paul was saying. Like, the graphics, I mean, maybe that's 
exactly what it's going to look like when it comes out, but it uh-huh. kind of looked a little bit like unfinished and mm-hmm. which I mean, you know, it, the game isn't finished, right, exactly. so we can't we can't be too harsh on them, but I mean, if they're showing this at E3, you'd think they would have mm-hmm. polished it a little more. Yeah. If they've had 4 years to work on this yeah. thing, yeah. could have been like, no. They've been working on Toon Zelda. Yes. <laughs> the the had... gameplay kind of looked to me like... Actually, uh, Lizzo, Lizzo pointed this out, but I'm, I'm taking credit for Go it. For it. <laughs> uh, she said that it looked a lot like this game that I was playing a couple years ago called oh. Dragon Quest Swords, which is um, a first-person game for the Wii where uh, you, I... yeah, you have the remote as a sword and the, the nunchuck as a shield, and you have to slash up, down, left, right, and diagonal to defeat enemies. Yeah, I don't know if that's what it looked like, but that the review that I read it sounded exactly like that's that's exactly the gameplay. Like a lot of it sounded like a lot of the combat and a lot of the puzzles have to do with like slashing your Wiimote in a particular way to get the sword to slash in a particular direction to defeat enemies that are either like vertically or horizontally oriented or whatever. Um, yeah, which is interesting to me because that that sounds very well. I was gonna say it sounds very much like an early Wii game. Because hmm. I think I I feel like that kind of like gimmicky kind of thing <laughs> was coming out much was coming out uh, in droves early in the Wii's lifespan. I'm I'm kind of surprised that they'd be going back to that now, especially for a Zelda game. Like I could see them just making random sword game like that, but it, it seems like Zelda's style isn't really that. But I don't know because I don't really like Zelda games that much, <laughs> so I shouldn't talk. I can imagine my arm getting very tired after like a, a few hours of playing. But, oh well. I mean, it's the kind of game, like, I will almost definitely buy it and play it. But I'm not sure, like, I haven't really seen anything to make me, like, super excited about it. So, I guess I'll just keep waiting and see. (laughs) Yeah. The thing with the controls is, it's actually kind of an interesting story, I guess. It has to deal with the motion plus, right? Oh, yeah, I think I read something like that. Okay. Yeah, so they added it because of the uh, Motion Plus. Originally, the game wasn't going to have the Motion Plus, but then Wii Sports came out, and they decided, hey, the Motion Plus is awesome. Let's <laughs> introduce it to the Zelda game. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, what, what, I'm really ignorant. What does the Motion Plus actually do? It makes motion controls better. Oh, okay. And, and you have to pay more for it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how they did that for Zelda Twilight Princess for the Wii, because I played the GameCube version. Oh, in the in the Wii version, uh, I, I did play the Wii version. I mean, you just kind of waggled your remote when you when you were near an enemy and it attacked them. I mean, you, it was basically just replacing the A button with waggling. Mhm. That was that was pretty much it. It was kind of unnecessary. Yeah, I suppose it was. But. <laughs> It was a Wii launch title, and there was nothing else for the Wii at the time, so I needed it. It was a bad GameCube. Oh, it wasn't a bad GameCube. I'm not sure if I like Twilight Princess all that much. I'm on the same... I'm I'm on your boat with, with that opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I was actually thinking I might want to play it, like, play it again, because I've forgotten almost everything about it. But then again, I, I think that that's one of the things that, that I'm not sure I like about Twilight Princess, is that I feel like I've immediately forgot everything about the story and about the game, like, as soon as I was finished playing it. Except for Midna. I really liked Midna. I thought she was awesome. Yeah. There wasn't much to the storyline. Right. I mean, it had yeah. 
I think it had less characters than the N64 Zelda game. <laughs> That's probably true. And it was like five times as long and as mm-hmm. big as the N64 Zelda games. That was the problem. Mm-hmm. It's, it kind of kept the same character length. <laughs> yeah. So, if I do a video walkthrough for that, we'll see. Yay. <laughs> I'm doing a video walkthrough for Majora's Mask right now, and it's awesome. Yay! Yay! So anyway, we'll just hope with the uh, with the new Zelda game, they they come up with some interesting stuff and interesting story and interesting characters, and interesting and different because right now I feel like it just looks like like they're going for like a middle ground between like Wind Waker and Twilight Princess and kind of they you think it's Ocarina one of those of things time. where they're trying to appeal to everyone and in doing so. No one's gonna think it's like the best it, thing ever. It kind of looks. It kind of just looks generic to me right now. I don't know. Ooh, generic. Am I not supposed to? Use oh, that I just word? thought that was harsh. Oh, harsh. <laughs> well, I, like I said, I mean, it's not finished. Clearly, what we've seen is not the final game, and it really didn't show yeah. very much I mean, of it. So maybe, maybe it was just too early for Nintendo to be showing it off. I know it sounds bad to say because, as as you have been reporting for a long time, Michael, <laughs> it's been yes. in development for a long time, or it should have been in development been, for a long yeah. time. But it, I don't know. Again, this is coming coming from someone who has played, like, the first half hour of every Zelda game, and that's about it. So, I mean, my opinion's not worth that much in this, but it did look like, you know, that they maybe should have let it sit on the burner a little longer before dishing it out. Okay, so what else happened at E3? We have all sorts... Well, Nintendo, I actually saw their press conference. I didn't see the other two press conferences, but Nintendo, GoldenEye for the Wii... I think people are excited about that. Yeah, yes, is, no. now, help me help me clarify this. Is this a new, brand new GoldenEye game, or is it a remake? Um, it's a brand new GoldenEye game. It's a brand new GoldenEye game, really? Yeah, but obviously there are going to be a lot of similarities between that and the N64 version. Well, I just hope there aren't a lot of similarities between that and GoldenEye Rogue Agent for the PS2 that came out a couple, or, I don't know, like, 2004, 2005. Because this is not the first new GoldenEye game. I never played GoldenEye 64, so I couldn't tell you about the similarities. Right. They talked about stuff and like re—I mean, characters that would appear in this game, who I guess are from the N64 version. I don't know. The N64 one was really cool when I was in middle school. Uh, I went back and played it last year. I uh, wasn't really getting into it as much. And the the PS2 one, uh, GoldenEye Rogue Agent, uh, was just really garbage. It was it was very obvious that they just wanted to make a, a James Bond game, call it GoldenEye, and have it sell a zillion copies. They didn't actually want to make a good game. So that that's what makes me nervous about this GoldenEye for the Wii, is that you know, maybe they're just going to do the same thing and, and everyone's going to forget that they already did that before and everyone got mm-hmm. burned before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I actually saw the trailer twice, believe it or not, which oh. is crazy. Because it's the first minute of the trailer is like them talking to a focus group about the yeah, original... Yeah, I saw that, and I, I started watching it. I'm like, this isn't what I... Where's, where's, where's the game? Yeah, and the game comes out like... The gameplay shows up like a minute later in the uh, trailer. Okay. What else do yeah, I? Got? I don't know. I'm I'm sure a lot of people are getting very excited about that. So, um, mm-hmm. again, let me reiterate. Don't. What else? What else happened at E3? Paul, you wanted to talk about Epic Mickey. Oh, I don't wow. know. The, the preview I was reading from Joystick.com uh, was talking about how 
the gameplay itself just seemed like generic platformer number six, but the story seemed kind of cool. It, it involves Mickey being uh, transported to the land of uh, basically Forgot- lost character. and forgotten Disney characters. And then uh, the main boss is uh, some some big, big-time cartoon star from, like, like the 1920s or 1930s or something, who has been who has completely fallen off the map and is is upset about that. You mean that rabbit character that uh, Walt used to work on before Warner Brothers? What happened is Warner Brothers or some other company kind of pulled a really cheap move on Walt Disney after he produced these cartoons for them, and they stole all the rights to the character, and kind of left him poor and alone. Oh, well, that stinks. So that was his impetus for um, starting Mickey Mouse, is because he was kind of booted out of the other place. Huh. So does that mean this game is kind of like Mickey Mouse versus Bugs Bunny? Yeah, but it's not Bugs Bunny. It's um, so that would be a cool game, too. I'm totally forgetting who it was, and Disney finally got their rights to those cartoons after, like, 70 years. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, anyway, I, I, I think it looks kind of interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. They had a 10-minute presentation for it. That was part of the press conference, uh-huh. but they had the guy playing through the uh, game for, like, five minutes of the 10-minute presentation. Did it look awesome? It looked awesome. It looked okay. I'm more interested about the platforming parts, um, you know, like the 2D platforming stages than the uh, 3D platforming one myself. Mm-hmm. Let me see, we have new Donkey Kong, new Kirby, oh, and... Oh, the new Kirby game looked pretty cool, I thought. It did? You didn't think so? It, what it's the... based off string? Yes! <laughs> he, he, like, uses a, 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 a whip of, of yarn, and he whips his opponents, and then he, I don't know, balls them up and throws them at other people. What's not to love? As somebody who's not a Kirby fan, I don't really understand who Kirby is. Uh, yeah, I'm not a Kirby fan either. I, just, I thought the visual style looked great, and they told they said uh, two-player co-op side-scroller, so I was already all over. I was already on board <laughs> when they said that. It looks like the Yoshi Island's visual style. Hmm. Well, Yoshi's Island is also a great game, so that's fine. <laughs> Did yeah. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm excited about it. I want to learn more about that game as well. And uh, maybe check it out when it comes out. See if I can get Lizzo to play it with me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll play it. It looks really cool. I like you. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was also, I think there was a game that Lizzo wanted to talk about uh, called Journey. Oh, yeah. It's the new um, That Game Company game. Makers of Flower and... Their game before that was Flow, and they had another one before that that I don't think anyone's ever played. But um, uh, so uh, so I guess this Journey game, um, they said something about it being single player and or multiplayer online, and something about an emphasis on the journey. I guess because that's the name of the game, um, and like interacting with other players and uh, sort of building your own experience, I guess. But the thing that kind of worries me about that is that I don't trust a lot of people <laughs> who are on online playing games. Um, so I'm kind of hopeful that there will be a turn other people off setting. <laughs> so I'm definitely going to be checking out that game um, since I'm, I'm a big fan of that game company. 
they make me very happy. The flower, number 45 on our top 50 games of all time list. And I believe Lizzo was the only person to vote for it. Solely because of me. <laughs> but she voted for it for number one. She likes it that much. Yay. So yeah, I'm I'm extremely curious. It has like a I, the screenshots I was seeing. It has like a very desert sort of look, very cell shaded. Um, I guess they're going for a lot of sand and cloth physics and pretty things and puzzles and places to explore. And I don't know. It just looks really cool and different. I like new and different. I, I'm excited about about games that that do things different and new. So yeah. Yeah. Next. <laughs> Next. Uh... What do you? What I want to know what you guys think about uh, Ocarina of Time for the 3DS, the 3D <laughs> version of Ocarina of Time. Dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> um, I'm hesitant about that because I didn't like the uh, Super Mario 64 DS. I'm gonna come out and say that was a bad game. Oh, hmm, interesting. Now, what what made it bad? Let me see. The game is designed. You can play as Mario, Yoshi, Luigi, or... I think Wario. Wario. Yeah. yeah, Wario. What? And this is based off a game which you're only supposed to play as Mario. So that doesn't really work, if that makes any sense. Hmm. So, I mean, you could just skip through everything as Yoshi because he has the super power jump. <laughs> And the camera wasn't that good because the camera was to. There really was no need for you to have a touch touch screen in that game. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of thinking it might be more interesting, at, or it might have been more interesting as like a as a downloadable like WiiWare game or something. I don't know. I, I always thought it looked kind of interesting, but I never actually played it. Ah. Uh, yeah. It it's kind of interesting, but I I didn't really enjoy it. I. Yes, I would have preferred like a straight remake of uh, Super Mario 64. Mm. Although I don't really see why there was a need to remake yeah. the game in this place. So if they do the same thing with like uh, Legend of Zelda, I'm not sure I'm going to like it. You think uh, whatever gimmicky stuff they do with the 3D graphics might you know, hinder hinder the game? I'm thinking more like, say they make um, Yoshi a playable character. <laughs> How about Navi? Who plays Navi? <laughs> Navi. Navi. I like her, so I wouldn't be too upset with that. I'm one of the three people who like her. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not as upset with her as many people are. So. What, what about, what if, what if Tingle was your main character? <laughs> no, 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 he's not in that game. He wasn't oh, interested here until the next game. Oh. And that's where Zelda went downhill. Oh. Chris oh. introduced Tingle, and then it was just a jump to Toon Zelda, and then it's everything is Toon Zelda's train adventures. Oh. oh, yeah, that was the big Zelda game they were showing at last year's E3. <laughs> and in realistic, Zelda gets delayed another 50 years. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, I, I mean, Zelda rides around on a plane is, is next year, really. <laughs> yeah. Zelda in space, perhaps. Ooh, that would—that actually sounds interesting. <laughs> I bet she I bet she meets up with Josie and the Pussycats up there. I think. Yes. Wow. Now, does back to what if uh, Back to the Future had outer space adventures? Hmm. Uh, have the, what, can the DeLorean go into outer space? It can fly. But can it go that high? I don't know. 
I don't know. I I, I prefer much more the uh, the time travel adventures. Yeah. Yeah. I actually going back to that. I wonder if they're going to do something like Day of the Tentacle game uh, with it, where you have. Uh, Doc in one time period, Marty in another time period, and they have to work together, trade items to one another, etc. That would be kind of interesting. Yeah. You just want another day of the tentacle. I do just want another day of the tentacle. <laughs> Seriously, Paul, what was so great about day of the tentacle? Oh, You're joking? Oh, uh, that I, I, into a fight. <laughs> I don't know that we should get into this. I, I know. I mean, I saw the video walkthrough. It seemed okay, but some of the puzzles seemed ridiculously weird. And poor Laverne got no airtime whatsoever. Yeah, that's definitely true. Oh. Yeah. That's for her. And by the time you get to her, the game's like mostly over. Yeah. yeah. But it's so it's so I I thought I I thought that yeah some of the puzzles were really ridiculous, but they were also kind of cool. I don't know. I liked a lot of the way a way a lot of the puzzles came together in that game. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. I like the funny. Yeah, I like funniness too. Yeah. <laughs> I hope right. Back to the Future game is funny. I, I, I think it will be. I think I don't. I don't. You're see you, Michael. You were you were wrong. I think Telltale has proven time and time again that they make good, funny adventure games, and I think they will excel with this one as well. I don't know that Monkey Island game. There's only like one or two jokes, which really you didn't get that. Did you even beat that one? Did you yeah. even beat the first one? Yeah. Oh, you did. Okay. All the way through. No, I think I told you, I, I, I played for like an hour, and then I watched the uh, second half That's of the game right. on YouTube. And it was so much easier not having to solve the puzzles, so I oh, could actually... I actually enjoyed it more. I enjoyed it more because, you know, I didn't have to worry about figuring out what was going on. So that was nice, actually. I kind of liked it better when I wasn't playing it, if that makes any sense. Well, I mean... Uh, again, I think this is something I've talked about in here before, but I've found that the most fun way to play adventure games is to play it with another person. Like, I've, I've, I've had so much more fun playing adventure games lately with, with Lizzo than I did before just playing them by myself. Uh, each, you know, taking turns being the person controlling and then both uh, uh, brainstorming what the heck we're supposed to be doing next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then both giving each other permission to just look it up online after we <laughs> think about it for ten minutes and can't figure out what's going next. What's, what's happening. See, see, you had to look everything up online because not, the, not everything. everything, not everything at all. <laughs> couple times, a few. couple times per episode, except for yeah. that that one horrible puzzle with LeChuck yeah. in that one game. Right, exactly. What's this? Horrible puzzles? You oh. say there are horrible puzzles? There is, the, there is a horrible puzzle. I guess, I guess again, it's been long enough that I can get into this. There's this puzzle where mm-hmm. um, you are trying to pry. This is in the second or third game. Yes. I, I don't remember. It's in the second or third game. Yeah. You What's were... the difference? <laughs> it's in Tales of Monkey Island. You mm-hmm. have to pry this uh, turtle off of this big stand. Uh, a metal turtle, I should say, not a living turtle. No. Like a turtle statue. I don't remember that part. Anyway, go is ahead. Is what it is? Uh, I don't know. You have to do something. You have to, you have to pry the turtle off. Guybrush is not strong enough to do it, and you have to get LeChuck to help you with it. Um, but when you tell Guy... When you... What is it? It's when you talk to LeChuck, uh, and... No, I'm sorry. It's when you use the item. You have a crowbar or something like that. You use that on LeChuck to try to tell LeChuck to do it. Guybrush says, no, no way. I am not going to ask LeChuck for help. But then there is a... The way to solve the puzzle is that there is a dialogue option with LeChuck where you ask him for help. Yeah. Which I found very upsetting. (laughs) 
<laughs> dialogue options in that game were weird. It's either that or I might I might have those two uh, mixed up, but the the so basically is that if you try it one way, Guybrush says no, no way. There's absolutely no way I'm asking LeChuck for help, and the actual answer is to ask LeChuck for help. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's. That's kind of weird. I thought that was that was kind of awful. That was kind of a game stopper for us where we tried to figure out what was going on. Well, I mean, this was something you mentioned in your review. You kind of liked the dialogue options, and I didn't kind of like how he never said what mm-hmm. you picked. Oh, dialogue. that's 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 like one of the best parts of the game. I think that's great. Because then there's a greater opportunity for humor there, where you don't, where you're surprised by the dialogue. You know, instead of just seeing three humorous lines on the screen you click on which humorous thing you want to say you have three less humorous things and then you get the the surprise of hum of of the comedic line when he actually says it i think that works great but what's the point of even giving you options if he's just going to say whatever joke they have in mind anyway you're 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 choosing what he's going to talk about you're not necessarily choosing the word exact words he's going to use but you're still directing the conversation the original sam and max does something like that too um Mm-hmm. You don't see any dialogue at all. At the bottom of the screen, it just shows you several icons. One is for, like, make a statement. One is for ask a question. And there's various ones for talk about these different items. And you just click on those icons. And then uh, Sam just says whatever he wants to say, but about the topic you asked him to talk about. So, I don't know. I, I, I like it when games do that. I, I think it's funny. <laughs> but I guess I it also doesn't really work as a comedy if you don't think the dialogue in the game is funny to begin with. Well, no, I mean, I think I'm I'm more used to adventure games where it's basically the dialogue is there are three or so plot points they want you to talk about. And you can choose which order you want to talk, them, but talk about. You can choose the order you talk about these things in, but at the end of the day, you're going to talk about all three of those things before the conversation mm-hmm. is over. Well, I, I, is, I mean, I think Monkey yes. Island still does a lot of that, too. Yeah. I don't know, I think I I like the uh, the way they handled the dialogue in Curse of Monkey Island better. To complement the original Monkey Island game. That's that's kind of good. <laughs> good job. <laughs> Alright, so was, is there anything else from E3 that we want to talk about? How do you think the Nintendo 3DS works? Because I never actually <laughs> saw it in action. Um, well, I, I can I tell you this. Think... I know that the bottom screen is still just the regular static touch screen, and the top screen... Uh, is the 3D popping out at you with no glasses? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know much beyond that. And there's a slider which controls the yes. 3D effect. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so I mean, if you want to, you can completely turn off the 3D effect. But what's the point? But they never. I don't remember them actually. I don't think I've ever seen them actually show video of the 3D effect, which makes me think that perhaps it doesn't work on video. Well, it would be kind of hard to see online. I mean, yeah. I know they were they were demoing a few games. They were demoing um, Star Fox 64 in 3D. Oh no! <laughs> They're remaking that game yes. too. That was a great game. I'm I'm curious to see how that works out. It was I'm... a multiplayer game, I think. Was hmm. I don't know. The multiplayer, uh, I don't know, some of it was cool. I will say that the multiplayer when you're flying around was cool. The multiplayer, yeah. the tanks, and oh, actually all of the tank levels in that game were just bad. Yeah, so I just remember um, when I was younger, everybody played the multiplayer with the uh, flying around, and that's all yeah. they played at the game. 
I don't know. I, I mean, I I enjoyed it well enough. I haven't played it in a very long time, but I'd be I would be curious to see how a 3D remake of that played out. I'm guessing uh, the 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 ship is is popping out at you, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's weird. I don't know how the 3D effect is going to work. I don't know how 3D works. I haven't seen any of the 3D movies since the 3D craze hit. Me neither. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we neither of us have. Uh, neither me nor Lizzo. Uh, I always kind of want to, but Lizzo won't. I don't. Won't <laughs> go see the 3D movies with me. Too I want to see Toy Story 3, but I don't it- want it in 3D, so it. They're, show, prob- they're showing it non-3D. We actually just yeah, saw it. Yeah, we saw it today. Yeah. Not 3D. So I'm probably... Okay, well, that's good that it's being shown in non-3D. Yeah. yeah. Cheaper, too. That's the version I'm going to see. Yay! It was. It's awesome, by the way. I, I figured it would be. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Pixar doesn't generally do wrong. <laughs> we'll just we'll just forget about Ratatouille for now. Hey, it's not that. Bad. Oh, you don't like Ratatouille? I like well, I fell asleep halfway through. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> Nemo is the one I don't like. What? What? You're crazy. Nemo, I just hated all of the main characters. No! What? Nemo's ne- one of the best. Nemo, Nemo is Monsters Toy Story, Toy Story 2. I don't know about Monsters, yeah. Inc. Monsters, Inc. is my favorite. No. Monsters, Inc. was good. It's The awesome. Toy Story movies, Up, obviously. Up, obviously. Up, Up needs to be on that list. Wally's good. Wally was... I, I don't think Michael liked Wally very oh, much. Yeah. I didn't see it. Oh. oh I, I, I thought I remember you writing something about it. <laughs> I make jokes... Um, I was kind of annoyed how everybody says it's the best best movie of all time. I think most people have forgotten about it by now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's 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 what the jokes were that's about. A, yeah, I, th- I think you made a joke about how uh, how much merchandise there like... was. And what? I think you made a joke about how much merchandise the game, there was for the, yeah. for, the, for the movie and how that was kind of ironic considering uh, the movie's premise. Yeah, that's that was the joke I was making. And you'll notice that immediately after that, the economy died. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately after the movie, this big blockbuster movie about how you shouldn't go out and buy stuff anymore, the economy dies. I'm like, so, coincidence? Probably. Huh. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> all right. What other Ether games? Um, Portal 2. Ooh, Portal 2. Another game that I will definitely buy, even though I don't know too much about it. It sounds like they'll have more puzzle mechanics. Um, yeah, I, th- I think there, there's more stuff that you can do besides just the portal gun now. I think so. Um, more, more of uh, the same characters, uh, but uh, more characters apparently. Some, some, something cute and funny and British, from what I've read. Actually, Lizzo, I, I have a question for you about this game. Yes. Michael, Michael Gray here has repeatedly referred to this game as a shooting game. What portal? Yeah. There. Uh-huh. Are... Yeah. Well, I... it looks like a shooting game. Do you walk around carrying a big, huge gun? Well. Yes, there actually are parts. Shooting game. There Damn actually, it. there actually are parts that, the where you do shoot at at things. But um, I don't like first-person shooters at all. This is actually, this is the only. I mean, I guess it's it must qualify as a first-person shooter, right? Because I would, it's more like a first-person like puzzle game. But you play as a first. You play first. Person. I know people. People say that the uh, Metroid Prime games don't count as first-person shooters. So I got to think really? if those don't. Portal shouldn't really? either. Well, in any case, there are there are actually parts where you use your portal gun and shoot at things. Like but there to, are. Do you shoot bullets ever? No. 
No, no, not bullets. No bullets. No bullets, no like lasers. No bullets, just portals. <laughs> Metroid Prime games, you don't shoot bullets. Oh. And I think those are first-person shooters. Yeah, Samus doesn't have bullets. She's in the future. She has lasers. <laughs> very there different. It's a very different That's thing. That's very different. Anyway. She has an like, x-ray mask, so you can watch everything in x-ray, and then you know, like a heat-seeking mask, so you can see everything <laughs> heat-seeking style. But yeah, it's all first-person. Yeah, they were, they, were, they were showing Portal 2. Again, that's another one of those things where they announced it like a month before E3 yeah. instead of dropping the bombshell at E3. I feel like that was kind of a theme this year. Like, I mean, what big games were actually announced? Like, GoldenEye. <laughs> GoldenEye Remake. I mean, nothing really, like, big, you know? Kirby, Donkey Kong, nothing, Kid Icarus. Nothing big, though. <laughs> Kid Icarus, I thought you were happy because you called that, Paul. <laughs> I've been predicting that at E3 for, like, three years now. <laughs> What is Kid Icarus? It's just an NES game? It's an NES was... game where you, where you jump on platforms and you jump upward and shoot stuff with your bow. Actually, I don't even know if you do shoot stuff. Probably do. Yeah, it's, it's, basically, a... it's basically an up and down platformer. Sure. I don't know. I, I don't think I even liked it that much. <laughs> that's really funny. Uh... I haven't played it for a very long time. But yeah, Kid Icarus, that's another one they showed off for the 3DS. I, 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 watched, I did watch a trailer for that and... Not really sure how, what, what, besides the main character, what it actually has to do with Kid Icarus. Yeah, that's basically the sense I got. It doesn't really look anything, I mean, obviously it's not going to look like the NES game, but, I mean, it just, it, like, the gameplay doesn't even look at all similar. Hmm. Hmm. So. And something, something I just thought of for, um, Legend of Zelda 3DS... Yes. If they do the remake, they should, um, they didn't actually, I don't think they actually got to finish the original Zelda game, hmm. the original. Um, specifically, I'm thinking about Zora's Domain. After you finish the Water Temple, it's still frozen. Oh. Because they didn't, they didn't, it, they said it would have taken them, like, another, like, three months to program in what would happen afterwards. So I want to know what would happen afterwards. It's a good Just, point. Yeah. This will be a good opportunity for them to do that. Yeah. But will they take it? But will they? This is the challenge. <laughs> Nintendo. Will they or will they just make it boring and frozen still? <laughs> well, they certainly added a lot of things to Mario 64 when they remade that for the DS, so. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But will they. Is it adding stuff that makes sense to the plotline, or is it. Hmm. Well, they changed it's the just going to be like Link pops out at you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, There's I don't know. It, it seems it seems weird to me to add 3D to a video game that wasn't 3D in the first place. I'm not I'm not really sure how that works. So yeah, so I guess it'll be interesting to see when the 3DS comes out and we can figure out if it actually works and maybe we can figure out how it works. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely very curious about it. I'm, I'm really in interested to see, yeah, exactly that, exactly how it works, if it works, uh, whether it actually adds to the games, like whether the games benefit from it or whether it's just kind of tacked on like a, a lot of Wii games are with their motion controls and like a lot of DS games are with their touch controls. Yeah. Yeah, actually, Nintendo kind of has a, or Nintendo systems kind of have a history as of late as of, of just using weird stuff like that as a gimmick instead of making it an interesting game that requires it. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. 
Hmm. No Mario games for the uh, 3DS were announced, though, which I found surprising. Uh, that's true. Were there? I don't think so. Well, there isn't, like, a Mario series for the DS, though, so... Well, uh, yeah, they had uh, New Super Mario Brothers before. Yeah, and before that, it was just Mario remakes for the uh, Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Oh, interesting. It's the Mario remake series, so... Well, the, the DS also got uh, Yoshi's Island 2. Huh. Which I mean, I like... Bad. Super bad. Princess Peach was pretty good. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was a neat game where you use Princess Peach's wild, out-of-control emotions to defeat bad guys. All four of them. You, like, poke a button and you make her really, really angry so she sets things on fire. It's kind yeah. of a weird concept. You make her angry, you can make her sad, and what are the other two? The other two are the same thing, which is happy and contented. <laughs> Those are the other two emotions. Like, isn't that the same thing? No. One refills your life and the other makes her float up into the sky. Okay, so that that's that sadly they good. have not announced a new uh, Super Princess Peach. What about oh. Super Toad? Oh yeah, Toad's Toad's fallen out of the picture. I've been complaining in Super Mario Galaxy 2 that Toad isn't around. They replaced him with the useless Toad Brigade. <laughs> the Toad Brigade. It's it's like a group of toads, and they show up every now and then in these galaxies, and you can talk to them, and they're supposed to be able to help you, but they don't really. They're more like, you talk to the Toad Brigade captain, and he's like, oh no, there's a scary monster over there, I'm scared. And that's all he has to say. <laughs> it wasn't very useful, it didn't like help me figure out how to beat them. Yeah, Toad, toad has just been disrespected for a very long time now. Oh, terrible. He appeared in Super Mar New Super Mario Bros. Wii. Two, Blue Toad two, yeah, and Yellow Toad. The two what fake Toads. Toad wannabes. Mm-hmm. Peach was kidnapped in that game, right? That's why she's not one of the characters. Yeah, yeah. you have to rescue her. Wow, what an original plotline. <laughs> Oh, whatever. I, I wasn't exactly expecting an original storyline from a, from a side-scrolling Mario game, especially. Well, I guess they tried to add a little bit of plot in Super Mario Galaxy 2. Or maybe I've just been making stuff up, oh. but when Bowser appears, he steals the princess, and he says, you know what, she's going to be making cake for me from now on. <laughs> And I just started screaming and yelling about how horrible Bowser was because I wanted cake. <laughs> Do we ever even get cake in Mario 64? It's at the ending credits after Peach is... At, after she is saved, she kisses Mario on the nose and says, Come on, everybody. Let's go bake a cake for Mario. <laughs> and they walk into the castle and then the ending credits roll. I like how that's Princess Peach's, uh, Princess Peach's character trait, is that she likes baking cakes. The cake is a lie. <laughs> yeah. I've had that comment like five times already on my walkthrough, just because I keep mentioning the cake. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. People still say that? Wow, that got old like several years ago. What is that? Is that something? It's I know. portal. It's a, it's a portal thing. Yeah, it's a portal thing. Is there like cake in the game? Do you shoot cake? 
the uh, the the thing with the cake in Portal is that as you're playing the game, um, you go you go through all these levels and play these puzzles that you you have to beat, and your incentive is that this computer voice who's telling you what to do keeps telling you that if you get to the end there'll be cake and that's your reward but then yeah the cake is a lie <laughs> spoiler alert <laughs> that's, ah. what, that's what the phrase means that so it's mario yeah, cause I, I think because because when you get farther in the game don't you like see it scrawled in the walls yeah. from people who have been through this before mm-hmm. saying that the cake is a lie yeah yeah but in the end there there's a little video with cake so maybe it wasn't. I don't know. I like cake, and I really hope there will be cake at the end of Super Mario Galaxy <laughs> 2. Maybe there. Maybe you'll break. You'll find Bowser and defeat him, and then you'll find the hordes of of cake that he will have made Peach make and keep in a room for him, and then you'll get to eat it. I actually got in a debate with what I got in a debate about Mario and cake. Actually, on the same video, does. Mario really want to save the princess, or is he just in it for the cake? <laughs> Good question. Well, you got to think there would be easier ways for him to find cake. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. But, yeah, that's a good point. Maybe, I mean, is Mario, like, not smart? I don't know. Well, you know... Does he, does he, has has no one ex- explained to him bakeries? <laughs> It's an interesting. It's an interesting concept. Well, maybe there, maybe cake is a rarity in the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah. Well, I mean, Super Mario Galaxy Two seems to be for like the first time saying that Mario and the princess are an official couple, <gasps> like boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> the phrase "special someone" does get used. Finally, it's 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 been twenty five years or something. <laughs> Yeah, but Mario doesn't say anything, so I don't know if it's just this character assuming that Mario is in love with her or not. Are there any other E3 games we want to mention? Um, Little Big I Planet 2, that would be cool. Maybe, possibly. Yeah, Little Big Planet 2 looks neat. Uh, they're expanding the level mm-hmm. creation tools quite a bit to allow you to make different genres of games instead of just side-scrollers. Um which I guess is cool. I, I mean, the the part of Little Big Planet I did, I liked was actually the the, the story mode, the yeah. uh, the main mode that comes packaged with the game. I I mean, I have zero interest in making games myself, and I only kind of dabbled in some of the downloadable stuff. Mm-hmm. But that other people made. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm kind of oh, looking yeah. forward to it in general, just because. Uh, yeah, it's just a fun multiplayer side-scrolling game. Same. Actually, what? I mean, since since they can make different genres, does that mean the single-player mode is going to have like all kinds of different weird stuff in it now? Because that could make it a worse game. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Um, so they're showing that off. Uh, they are also showing off a game that I am now looking forward to that I wrote about on Game Cola uh, a day or so, a couple days ago, uh, based on the movie Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Yeah, I saw the preview for that. I, that was one of the things I was going to mention in my review of um, Prince of Persia movie. Mm. Because I meant to like take a notepad and take notes, and I had notes that I wanted to write on that preview for Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Mm-hmm. All the other previews, my notes were like, it's like, okay, we have 25 minutes of previews, I hate this. <laughs> but Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, my note was, it's like, they need more movies with pink-haired characters. Yes, absolutely. Her hair is awesome. Yeah. My hair was pink once, you know. 
I did not know this. In high school, I dyed my hair pink. Bright Barbie pink. Do we have pictures that we can put as the uh, picture for this we, podcast? We have pictures, but <laughs> I don't know if we're going to be sharing them. Oh, also green. I did green a couple times, too. Really? And kind of like a brick red color as well. Oh, yeah, I was, I was big into hair dyeing for like a year in high school. I would never dream of dyeing my hair. Oh, it was it was so much fun. It got me a lot of a lot of stares. <laughs> Especially when I, I had my bright pink hair and then I'd wear this like neon green shirt that I had and, mm. and these baggy banana yellow pants. Wow, Paul. Wow. Paul, I think we need pictures now. <laughs> wow. I, I don't have a picture of that outfit at all, I'm sorry to say. I'm gonna have fifty comments on this video asking for the pictures. <laughs> it's not happening. Okay. What is it about this game? It's just... Is oh, it... yeah. Scott Pilgrim yeah. vs. the World. I don't know. It, it, I mean, it looks like a uh, classic beat-em-up side-scroller, you know, from the Super Nintendo Genesis era, like like a Final Fight or a Double Dragon. Uh, but... River City Ransom. What? River City Ransom? Yes. Yes, That's River a... City Ransom also. It, I don't know. I really like those games. This one uh, seems to be in that vein, but also with... Uh, modern day sensibilities it seems to be a little bit poking fun at itself and other genres and other games uh and i guess it has a story or something that's <laughs> with, i don't know anything about that it involves beating up boyfriends yeah she has um seven evil exes that he yes. needs to beat in order to go out with her which seems to lend itself pretty pretty well to a video game yeah really other mm -hmm. the Graphic style looked pretty cool too. Pretty yeah. unique and uh, yeah. interesting. And four player co op. Oh, cool. See, I don't know, you might be noticing a theme where I really dig the multiplayer co op uh, side scrollers. Yeah. Big, big into that. That's why so I knew Super Mario Brothers last year was like my, my, my game of the year last year. Even, I liked it even more than Tales of Monkey Island. But that didn't have online co op. No, I mean, I, I played it all offline. Oh. I didn't get to play it because I don't have anybody to co-op with. Oh, I played it with my daddy. Oh. <laughs> I, I tried calling your dad, but he never returns my phone calls. <laughs> Actually, a lot of the game amounted to uh, me beating all the levels while he put himself in a bubble. Yeah. <laughs> Said he oh. was doing it accidentally, but... Well, I, th I know it seemed like an interesting game, but what platform is... Scott Pilgrim coming out for? Uh, I believe it's, I think it's a PlayStation Network downloadable game. What is the PlayStation Network? Because I had to report a lot about the PlayStation Network. <laughs> well, without you, you know WiiWare, right? Kind of. Okay, well, I mean, it's it's that. Uh, all, all the three consoles have it. Nintendo has WiiWare, Xbox has Xbox Live Arcade, and, uh, and PlayStation has uh, PlayStation Network. They all just let you download these... Uh, smaller than retail games for like uh, five to fifteen dollars a piece okay it's it's they're, they're all really neat actually when they you know for the longest time there weren't that many interesting downloadable games but uh, there are quite a few on on all three systems now that I that I dig <laughs> the Phoenix Wright games so like with the Phoenix Wright remakes that they had yeah. that I could hold on my Wii that was that yes that well that was that was WiiWare yeah okay okay Okay, so I guess I do know what it is. That's uh, actually uh, Portal came out for uh, Xbox Live. Yeah. What is Xbox Live? Is that different from the uh, WiiWare system? I mean, it's on Xbox. 
What's Xbox Live and then Xbox Live Arcade? Oh, well, Xbox Live is the actual online service that, mm-hmm. like, you you log on to Xbox Live to play games online or to buy games. And okay. then Xbox Live Arcade is, is what you actually purchase the games on. Interesting, interesting. I'm learning so much. <laughs> <laughs> so that, I mean, on that, that, you're seeing a lot of neat uh, the co-op side-scrollers, and there's, like, Castle Crashers and... Uh, our downloadable game of the year for 2009, Trine. Hmm. And speaking of which, uh, Trine 2 was was being yeah. shown at E3 also, which looked pretty cool. Yeah. What was the one that was the four-person adventure game? Oh, uh, Blue Toad Murder Files? Yeah, 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 that one. That sounded so interesting. Did it come out? Yes, it did come out. I actually didn't end up playing it, though, because uh, it, looked, it looked almost more like a Professor Layton-style, a lot of Professor Layton-style puzzles. Now, see, I think this is why we just disagree on Tales of Monkey Island. <laughs> it's because I can handle those puzzles. I prefer those puzzles. Uh, well, see, maybe you and I should play that game. Uh, I don't know. It probably doesn't have online, but you and I should play that, so you could do that stuff for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll have to plan for that, I guess. <laughs> Question, did you end up getting um, Super smash brothers brawl or whatever no not yet uh not yet came out what like 2006 2007 uh no i mean I, i'm still tempted just by the uh again <laughs> the, the, the side scroller mode uh, story mode whatever it is but that, i don't know the- I, i'm not tempted enough to actually go out and buy it and i was thinking about uh trading or getting it off of um the trading website i use guzex but it's still going for a lot of points on there too so Probably not even going to bother. Okay. I was just wondering, because if you ever got it, I was going to like get it from the library and try the online co-op mode. Uh. Well, because I'll, I'll let you know. That, yeah. I don't know. I didn't like it very much, but I didn't understand it. Now that I've watched Earthbound, I still... I mean, I've seen... You finished your Earthbound walk. I did. Paul. I finished it. Mm, it took me like eight months, I think. Good job. <laughs> The videos are all being posted now. I think I saw we're up to uh, video 103, I believe. Yes. Of of 116. Yes. I recorded 116 videos of me playing Earthbound. Awesome. Good job. And there was a special guest appearance by Lizzo at the end, too. (laughs) Yeah, if you get through all the videos, (laughs) that'll be your reward. If you watch the first 115... Might as well stick around for Lizzo, yeah. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. I was actually kind of disappointed because I heard Michael Ridgway talk about the end of the game on a previous podcast. So I guess I can talk about that now, now that it's not a spoiler to Mr. Paul. Yeah, I didn't. I skipped that part of the podcast. But apparently there's supposed to be like a sound clip of Ness talking at the very end. Did I miss something, maybe? At the end of the game, he says something like, I miss you. You, you just get a little sound clip of Ness saying, I miss you, and, you know... And Michael Ridgway was talking about how that comes at the very, very end of the game, and it may, it always makes him tear up. Oh, after see, <laughs> there actually was a little bit that occurred at the very end, but I had actually stopped recording at that point. Mm-hmm. So, so you missed Michael Ridgway's... I probably missed the best part of the game. You missed the part that makes Michael Ridgway cry. Yeah. <laughs> just like when you talked over the end of Monsters, Inc. when we watched it. <laughs> You talked over the ends of Monsters, Inc., Paul. Paul did. It was Maybe. bad. Maybe. I was probably making a really hilarious joke at the time, though, so... 
I I was working at the movie theaters when that came out in 2001, so I got to see the ending like 50 times. <laughs> I saw the ending 20 times before seeing the actual movie. Wow. So that was that was interesting. So I guess the surprise twist at the end wasn't a surprise twist <laughs> after all. I don't even remember the movie anymore. Oh, well, we'll watch it again. Uh. How could you forget Mike and Sully? <laughs> They're awesome. The thing that bugged me about Monsters Inc. when it came out, and everybody's talking about how it's so original, and they've had monsters on Sesame Street for like the past 40 years, <laughs> but that apparently was forgotten. Oh. Yeah, but see, the Sesame Street monsters are evil, and they eat people. <laughs> yes. Whereas the monsters and monster eating are yeah. just nice. Oh, okay, we should we should probably wrap up E3 soon, because we're already uh, kind of going pretty long here. <laughs> All right, what other uh, what other uh, E3 things? Last last uh, any more games anyone wants to? Uh, make, let's see, mention? they're making a new Donkey Kong Country, another co-op side scroller. Uh, this apparently is the year of co-op side scrollers, which is is kind of awesome. Uh, they're showing Rock Band three with a new keyboard peripheral. Yep, yep, yep. Rock Band three is going to be awesome. Probably, I don't know. I'm I'm still I've kind never... of on the fence about the whole Rock Band thing. I'm kind of annoyed at them actually because. When I bought Rock Band, I was doing it under the impression that they weren't going to do the annual releases and that they would just keep updating Rock Band 1 because I read an interview where they said that and they were slamming Guitar Hero for doing the annual releases thing. So I, I felt a little uh, betrayed when they started doing it themselves. Yeah, I Plus guess I'm that's still waiting for the Rock Band where they just let me play songs that I like. That's never going to happen. <laughs> Because I, cause I, I, I was getting into the, the, the story mode, or I'm a career mode or whatever, of Rock Band 1, of, of us playing our little band and, and going on tour and stuff, but uh, I got to the point where all of the levels that were left involved songs that I didn't really want to play because I didn't like them. So I think it would be great if there was a Rock Band game where that didn't happen. I mean, they have, they have an enormous song library at this point, so... I would think that uh, a, a little more customi customization there would be possible, but mm -hmm. I'm not sure it's ever going to happen. We'll see. I'm sure it's going to be an awesome game. I'm not going to play it, but I'm sure it's going to be great. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm, I'm checking over my little uh, uh, notepad file here, if there's anything else. Uh, League Karaoke, Paul. You wanted to talk about that. <laughs> I don't know that I wanted to talk about it. You wanted me to mention it, at least. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're making a karaoke game based on the TV show Glee. Uh, Yay. Yeah. Glee has had its moments of wonderfulness, and it's also had its moments of stupidness. I haven't seen Glee, but I'm told I should like it because it's High School Musical. It's and high probably musical. better than High School Musical. It's, it... <laughs> I like that like, the characters are likable. Mm-hmm. Uh... I don't know. Yeah. Are you saying that characters in High School Musical 3 aren't likable? <laughs> but they're inherently hilarious dialogue? But, okay, the, the, the problem with Glee, though, at least in the... And this is getting a, a little uh, off topic. A little. <laughs> I'm just going to say that the writers are kind of... They must be on some sort of uh, drug. like, Or they're not on drug, perhaps. They're not taking their ADD medication anymore because they, they cannot spend more than, like, half an episode on one storyline, like, they'll, they'll go from, uh, there was a character who, um, was adopted, 
and she was going to meet her mother. So they'll go through, like, I want to meet my mother, to, who's my mother, to, oh, there's my mother, to, I don't want to be with my mother anymore, in the span of, like, an episode and a half. So, kind of wish they'd spend more time on the storylines. Anyway, what else from E3? Anything else? <laughs> Phoenix Wright 5. You, 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 I th- wish. That didn't happen. Yeah, no, it didn't happen. That was announced way back in, like, 2006. When did... It was announced, like, two weeks after um, Apollo Justice came out. So I think that was 2006 or 2008. I think more... I think 2008, I think. I think I don't think it was that long ago. Yeah, 2008 then. Yeah. Well, we still haven't seen anything on it, because the guy who um in charge of the project has been has made two other games since then. Oh, they, they weren't showing um, Ghost Trick at all, were they? They showed it, but nobody reported on it. Oh. One person reported on it. Okay, okay, my sister's mad at me, so I guess we have to wrap it up. Oh. So that's it for the E3 podcast. This has been podcast number 26. My name is Michael. I'm Paul. I'm Lizzo. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs>